Welcome back to everybody's favorite baseball gambling podcast, Daily Dingers, coming off another three-in-one day on our official picks. And today I am joined by special guest and friend of the game day, Chris Wassel. Chris, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. The sun is out. There's no rain delays yet. And of course, what what better time to talk about baseball than on Friday? Look, Mother's Day weekend, folks. First off, the most important thing you're going to do in your life, every weekend show you're going to hear is stereotypical happy Mother's Day. But of course, happy Mother's Day to my mom as well, who somehow puts up with me. <laughs> I feel the same way about about my mom. I don't know how she's put up with me for for 32 years, but somehow she's she's made it. But Chris, before we get started, I want you to tell the people a little bit about yourself and a little bit about what you do. The best way to describe me is I am a jack of all trades schmuck. Uh, look, I do baseball, I do football, I do hockey, I do college sports, I do women's sports, I do fa- fantasy sports, I do women's fantasy sports. We, we, do, we do a little bit of everything that nobody else wants to do, basically. But my, my first and forever loves are always baseball and hockey just because, well, it's what I was raised on by, by my, my dad and my two, two brothers who kindly let me know that, hey, you know, we're Yankee fans and too bad and neener, neener, neener because you're a Mets fan. Literally was their, was their way of life. So that's how I got into it. Hey, I'm a fellow Mets fan as well. Um, We could probably talk about them for a while at another time and how, you know, the offense is not very good and the manager is not very good. You know, we could get into that. But instead of boring the people with that, because we we just don't want them to feel our pain. They don't care about our pain, I guess. (laughs) Instead of that, let's go look into our best bets for today, May 7th. What are you looking at today? Yeah, it's funny because a lot, a lot of things, a lot of things were jumping out early today, and and then it's like, like for example, only one afternoon game. It's the only thing that I always have a bone to pick with the MLB schedule on Friday, and it's not just because I'm working from home, but it's also just the obvious. I want something to do in the afternoon when I'm not writing quite as much. So, I I had Brewers Marlins as as well for people that are out there and and this for the simple mean reason is this there's that and then there's also always the cubs i love the cubs don't ask me why something about afternoon at wrigley that that makes me happy and they win and they win i agree with that i agree with that there there is there there are weird splits now look it's only a month into the well what five weeks for semantics the baseball season but there's just something about early in the season, Cubs afternoon baseball on a Friday, and they win. I mean, we, we have this in hockey with a few players that seem to score on certain days better than anybody else. But the Cubs have like just this magic aura about them. And it's not just because of who's pitching, and it's not just because of just numbers and semantics. But they're one of my best bets of the day for that. Just the reason alone. And yes, the Pirates are bad. Yeah, I the, the Pirates are bad. But I, I agree with everything you just said that that like afternoon Wrigley, especially on especially on Fridays. I mean, I feel like nobody in Chicago works on Friday when uh, when the Cubs are playing. It's just even even that they're not at full capacity. I'm sure the bars and everywhere else, there's people watching the games doing anything. There's just an aura about that, which 
I love. I I am I'm actually going there in July, and I cannot nice. wait. It's gonna be the first time I've been to Wrigley. I'm really excited about that. So I, yeah, I I love it's a, that. So it's a it's a blast. There is something about this place that just tra- time stops. And I think when you're there, people realize this too. It it is not lost on anyone. Yeah, I I agree with that. Now, so I'm gonna go into to my best bet for today. Uh, I'm actually I don't I've said this a few times. I don't love to bet run lines, but I'm doing it on this one. Um, I'm doing Dodgers minus one and a half against the Angels tonight. That's at plus one oh eight. Now, look for all the hype around the Angels this year. They're four games under 500. They're in last place in the AL West. At the end of the day, they're not very good. And on the other hand, for all the Dodgers' struggles recently, I still think they're going to end up being the best team in the league when all is said and done. They come into this one. They're losing three in a row. They're throwing Julio Urias, who's a lefty, and the Angels are hitting 232 with a 698 OPS against lefties this year compared to 266 with the 756 OPS against righties. So they struggle a little bit against lefties. I think the Dodgers are really not in a good mood after losing three in a row to the Cubs. I think tonight they right the ship. They win this game by two plus runs. So just give me the plus 108 and let's party tonight. It's Friday, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, this is something funny and people hadn't realized this. Even with the Dodgers' offensive woes over the last 10 to 15 games, they're still averaging just about five runs a game, which right. doesn't sound significant, but when people don't realize it, it's kind of, and it's kind of, it's kind of like hockey too in this sense. Tenths of a run matter. So if you're looking and the Angels are averaging almost half a run less, that's a difference between about fourth in the league and a, in the middle of the pack. So if they came down that much, how high were they? when they were functioning normally. Now, mind you, that wasn't a hot streak for LA. That was pretty much normal. Mm-hmm. So what happens What happens if it even bumps up a little bit? It, look, regression is an evil mistress, as everybody knows. It, it doesn't come like in one like normal like curve. It kind of like juts out all over the place. And at some point, the Dodgers offense is going to explode and it could just in a, in a way that we don't see coming. Yeah, and I... I like the thing with the Dodgers too. I it's just been a little weird with them. Like they started 14 and four and then, you know, they, they, re, they definitely regressed a little bit, but their mean is not a three, a three game over 500 team. Like I still think they're going to win a hundred games this year. They'll get there. So now that moves us into our underdogs for mm-hmm. today. Um, who do you like? Uh, there's, there's a few on the board that have stuck out to me. What have you looked at today as far as an underdog that that you like that you that you might throw some on? I mean, I couldn't joke Mets because they're actually favored. I, I, I wanted to. It's like <laughs> it's like I, I really did. It's like you know, you 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 look through the Mets handbook and go, is the Grom pitching? Okay, no, no, oh, injured, so no, okay, so that's out. Darn. <laughs> um, but all all kidding aside, and and I and I and I love this only for the simple reason that this may be nuts enough to work. Everything is against this pick, but the San Francisco Giants at home against the Padres for some reason. And look, Blake Snell is an excellent pitcher, but but in April, this guy has been wilder than Wiley Coyote with a little umbrella over his head, you know, <laughs> trying to frantically wave it. I mean, look, his numbers aren't off that bad. 
the, the thing that got me was this. I can't remember Blake Snell walking 14 batters in a month. I, re- I really can't. I mean, this, this is like a guy that, I mean, a 1.44 whip through a month. I mean, yeah, not, he's, not had, like him. he's had months like that, but that was in a part of his career that, you know, we just dished off. And to be fair, San Francisco, yeah, bad. Okay, again, but not that bad. Are they, are they a first-place team in this division when all is said and done? No, never. But their pitching has been good enough to hold up, and runs could be at a premium, especially if the weather gets bad. Which has been known to do. The weather—it's I mean, cold. It's cold there this time of year. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it what it is about there, but for some reason, and and I, and I laugh about this. Their last meeting too is something to keep in mind. San Francisco didn't just win; they did kind of rub it in San Diego's face a little bit. I mean, it was—it was more than just a seven-one win. It was kind of like the, well, you know what? Maybe we're here to stay for a little bit longer than you and Los Angeles think at this point. And you have to some at some point go, hmm, that number's not bad. I, I may want to take this. That was something I was considering when I saw that number. That because to me that looks like a giant's line when you're when you're when you're looking at a that. little bit. Yeah, because yeah. even when you when you look at the swing and you and and you look at the run line a little bit, you're going, hmm. Now interestingly enough, I noticed this this morning. Um it may just because the West Coast hasn't woken up yet, but the over/under did slip back to seven. Okay. So, the, so that was some, something to note too. So that that was the other reason why it's like, hmm. Well, suddenly that plus one twenty five is looking pretty good, and if I can if I can get it somewhere in that one twenty to one, somebody maybe nice enough to get to one thirty, uh, I'm I'm definitely especially looking at that because I had that with a prop the other night with uh, Aaron Nola. Okay. And the prop slid to plus money, and I'm like, here, 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 just take <laughs> my money. And we had a guy in one of the other chat rooms and one of those one of the sites I work for, and he's like, I'm taking the under, and I'm like, I was like, look, I don't know as much about baseball as you do. Let's put it this way, on my pinky, you probably know more on one finger than I do on all ten. I was like, but this is this is a hunch I have, and I'm rolling with it. And the guy's like, he struck out ten and six. And I'm like, yes, he did. I was like, it's like the, it was like the, the ground under in his last start. I was like, watch, he's going to come right up to the under and stop. And he did. We stop at it. Stop at eight or nine. He stopped right at nine. Under over under was nine and a half. And I just sat there and I'm like, I was like, you know what? You tip your, you tip your hat to the bookies out there because it used to be, there would just be so many matchups, especially early in the season that you could just exploit and hammer and you can't anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I agree. And I'm, I'm looking at, so for, for my underdog, what I'm looking at here is this is, I, I don't feel super confident in it, but I like it. So I'm doing reds. They're plus plus one twenty four against the Indians tonight. And now I know the last time Wade Miley faced the Indians, he gave up four earned in five innings. And I know that Zach Plezak, who's starting for the Indians has held opponents to a one seventy average over his last two starts. However, the Indians have won five in a row and eight of their last 10. And I don't think the Indians are are that good. I don't think they're that type of team. Um, and also, I like when a team like the Reds gets to come to an AL park and get the DH because now they're adding a hitter to a lineup that already mashes. I think tonight, 
We're going to see some regression from Zach Plezak. I think Wade Miley, I think Wade Miley is better than four runs in five innings. I think he's, he's having a good season. His ERA is like two seven. I think he's going to figure it out tonight. I think the reds are going to get, get a nice extra hitter in there because Wade Miley doesn't have to hit. And I, I just like them tonight. I, I think the Indians will snap the five game win streak. I, I just don't think the Indians are a team that's going to rattle off five to eight wins in a row. I think they're at five. I think it stops tonight. I think the reds are good enough. Give me the plus plus one twenty four. That's how I feel about it tonight. That, I'm not basing it off of a ton. I'm basing it off of, I just think that, the Reds are going to win this game because the Indians are not one of those elite teams to me. I think elite teams win six to eight games in a row, like the Dodgers. The Indians aren't in that category for me. Yeah, not not yet, and maybe not this season uh, at all. It's just the, it's it's their it's their makeup, and the Reds' makeup is a team that that can just mash and crash the ball. But they also have a few pitchers that can keep a pretty good hitting team that has spurts of not greatness, but almost greatness yeah. and those are the type of teams that you can shut one quality per look that could happen zach please can get rocked i mean please also had one start this year where he forgot to get out of the first inning yeah so i mean you know there, there there's that too trust me i, I looked at please in a number of strikeout props already or early ones and i'm like Nope, not pulling the trigger today because I, I see I see what may be coming from Cincinnati and it's not good for Cleveland. Now, I know this is one of your favorites here. We're going into our daily dinger, our home run prop. Who are you looking at that you like to go yard tonight, Chris? Okay, here here is my here is my dilemma. When I started looking at the schedule and I looked at it and I looked at it and I looked at it, and, and, and then I'll be honest with you. There were two cop-outs that I had. One was Giancarlo Stan, just because. Just because he's on fire. Just It's it's ridiculous. The other, and because he's home, and Arizona's pitching is, well, bad, worse, <laughs> and can get ugly at, at any time. And I, look, I, I know the Mets' offense struggles, but there's one guy that does not struggle. And yes, his number is low for for home run props today. I, I I don't even have to look to know that it's going to be a little lower than usual. And that, of course, is Pete Alonzo. He has an excellent matchup, and the rain will hold off. That's the that's the important thing in all this. Look, you you have to look at dumb things like this. And the other the other part, Steve, the wind will not be as much of a factor tonight. It actually may help a little bit because of as we like to call it in New Jersey, the little sea breeze that could will kick in. <laughs> I love that. I listen, I'll take a Pete Alonzo home run tonight because he's the one guy on the team that's actually hitting right now. There's nobody else on the team that's doing anything. I'm actually gonna stick with the this is this is kind of funny because I'm gonna actually stick with the other New York team, not John Carlo. I, I know I know you like John. Everybody likes John Carlo tonight. The guy's on fire. But I like DJ Lemayu tonight against yep. Pat Corbin. So I was looking at some numbers here. So Lemayu's plus three sixty on points bet right now. Yep. And now for his career against Corbin in twenty nine at bats, he's hitting three forty five with three home runs. Also, Lemayu's only got one home run this year. He's had a home run in basically a month since April 9th. If there's anybody that's due. It's him, and he just needs to poke a line drive over the short porch in, in right field, which he could easily do because that's just that's what he does. I really like Lemayu tonight. That's that's I, I think if there's a night that some that he's gonna hit one, it's it's got to be tonight. Got to I mean, be tonight. He, it's got to be I mean, tonight. 
I mean, we had that. We had that the other night. I think it. I think it was um, with uh, Nolan Arenado. Um, his hard hit his, at that time. His hard hit rate was at least a good five percent above his his normal April average. And you you looked at even like adjust adjusting for the difference between St. Louis and Colorado. You, you looked at his at his homer rate at bats and went, huh? So how is he like one one in thirty at this point? when he's smashing the ball all over the place into all fields. And yes, his Colorado rate was one in 17, but if you even adjusted it, it was like one in about 22 or 23. It's like, all right. So if I do the math that, that, that he's facing a pitcher that, you know, basically people are hitting just about 300 against uh, his hard hit rates, 5% above the average. Oh, he's hitting a home run in the early innings and he's probably hitting a big home run at that. Go through, 451 foot home run by Nolan Arenado in the third in the fourth inning. A three run homer. Lemayu is probably going to, if the prop comes up for two plus hits, just because of his career average against Corbin and the Washington bullpen in general, is is another one to exploit, especially if that number is going to come in high, which I think it might. I like that, and and you know what the thing I love about baseball about betting on baseball. We have so many numbers at our disposal that we could make some solid educated guesses on what is going to happen. And a lot of the times you win. So <laughs> I love it. Yeah. There's a luxury you have in, in with baseball props that I don't believe you do in just about any other major sport. You Absolutely. Just don't. Absolutely. So now let's move into, before we get out of here, let's move into our nerfy candidates a no run first inning. I like, <laughs> I like uh, the beer makers and the Marlins tonight. That's minus 140. Um, Trevor Rogers, he's been stellar for the Marlins this year. Both teams are, I'm going to say this nicely, both teams' offenses actually stink. So they haven't, neither team really has hit. Um, and also the, the Brewers are throwing an opener, Brent Suter. His job is to get three outs without giving up a run. So yep. I'm, I'm going with that. Are there, is there another nerfy that you like? You know, uh, if if I copped out and and figured the un the the under of seven wasn't too low at San Francisco and San Diego, you you got to figure they're just not going to score much in the way of first inning runs either. So it, it's the way way kind of the surf this for no pun intended for my 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 surfing roots from Southern yeah. California is to ride ride the wave and go hey you know what the the San Diego offense does not warm up as much up in Northern California as it does in the South and run with the idea that there's just not going to be any runs early in, in San Francisco tonight. I like that. I, I like that. We just, we've given the people options here. That's what they want. You know, we got, got options. So, so giants and Padres and beer makers, Marlins, I will yeah. forever refer to the brewers as the, the beer, beer makers. makers. That's, that's, that's it. That's just what it's going to be. Um, and now before we get out of here, Chris, Weekend look ahead. Is there anything that you've seen that maybe tomorrow that you looked at that you're like, huh, that's a little interesting? Well, I mean, look for 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 people that aren't aren't following this too too well. There is a lot to look at tomorrow night. Obviously, obviously, Dodgers are you know, Dodgers Angels again. Um, I'm I'm interested at least remotely in the Mariners and Rangers tomorrow, and I, I shouldn't be, but. <laughs> Look, the types of middle games and series that I often often look at, um, and my 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 favorite my favorite pitcher, Mister Fulton Witz, um, 
who can be total hit, total miss, and total everything in between because of his day, days as as a pitcher for another team that I cannot mention at Braves. Um, but but here's here's the wild thing in this. In that game, because I fully expect this to happen, the early over-under Steve is nine. So if you are not hammering the over on this, look, Chris Flexen has been rather good this year in a semi-limited role for, for the Mariners come, you know, starting out in April into early May. If you think that's going to last, no. I feel like we I feel like we would know that better than most because he he pitched for the Mets. Somehow and somewhere, sometimes logic has a way of, uh, <laughs> of, of presenting itself. I'm looking at what I'm going to do is, so Tyler Glasnow starts tomorrow in Oakland. Hit his over on strikeouts every game this season. So I'm looking at, if it's at like eight and a half, last week it was, last week it was weird. It was at seven and a half and it was plus 118 and he yeah. hit it. So it might be, I think it's going to be in the seven and a half, eight and a half range. If it's seven and a half, I'm definitely going to hammer it. Eight and a half, I might consider, but I still think he'll hit his over. And then I'm going to fade Corey Kluber tomorrow because his two best starts have come against the the, um, Tigers and the Orioles. Both offenses, not very good. And tomorrow he's facing Scherzer. So I'm going to look for the first five money line on the Nats tomorrow against the Yankees. That that's how I uh, tell I'm looking into the weekend here, right? Because we all know that after five innings, the Washington bullpen goes to crap, and it's just you, you're going to see the inevitable Yankee comeback, and and Michael K is going to just like start going like, <laughs> you, you you're you're waiting for the day like this like the Spanish goal announcer guy where actually he like you know like trails off and you don't hear him again. Somehow he keep, he keeps coming back for more. I, I don't know why. But that, that's the kind that's the kind of game you're, you're expecting tomorrow. And at least by then, Steve, the rain will have long stopped. Mm-hmm. So, so there's that. It's just going to be cold. Chris, before we get out of here, mm-hmm. can you tell everybody how they could find you? The simplest way, folks. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Chris Wassel DFS. Uh, it, it's a fun and eclectic experience, to say the least. You just ne- quite never know what I'm going to talk about next or eat. I'm not kidding. I love it. Chris, thank you so much for joining me today, man. We had a lot of fun and we're going to win some money tonight. Are we not? Hey, that's always the plan. I mean, I just, I just cashed in playing a casino prop. So why not? That's it. That's it. So everybody don't forget to go to the and check out everything that our affiliates have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe to Daily Dingers on both Apple and Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Those are your best bets for Friday, May 7th. For Chris Wassel, I'm Steve Armato. We will see you next week. Bye.